You're listening to Coffee and Valkyries, a podcast about your favorite NWSL club, OL Reign. Welcome to another episode of Coffee and Valkyries. We are here with Kelsey Hedge and Michaela George of OL Reign. Ladies, thank you for taking the time to chat with us this early evening. How are you both doing? We're doing Thank you so much for having us. We're super excited for this interview. Um, first and foremost, uh, how is um, everything going? Because this is, uh, you guys are getting ready for your first uh, Challenge Cup match uh, this Friday against the reigning Challenge Cup champions, uh, Houston Dash. How's uh, the preparation for uh, the match going? Yeah, the preparation um, has been going great. We've had, you know, a really long preseason, almost two months now. And I can tell just within every week and every month, we just keep getting better and better. Um, we're still a work in progress, um, but we're super excited to take on this match against Houston and kind of see where we're at and where we need to go from there. Looking toward um, Houston, we already got to see them play in their opening Challenge Cup match and had a variety of exciting things happen last weekend um, with NWSL games. What were just some of your overall takeaways watching those first round of games for the Challenge Cup this year? Um, one of the, the things that I saw that was, that I thought was really cool was that a lot of the rookies or second year players are making a big difference with their teams, scoring goals, making a difference, um, defensively as well. And, uh, even though it was an international break where a lot of their international players, stars or whatever, weren't with their teams, I thought the level was still really high and intense and it was actually really, really still entertaining to watch. It was awesome. Yeah, even though it was the opening weekend for um, all the teams, you can tell that we've had such a long preseason that everyone's been training together as a team for those two um, months. And so you, it didn't really look like an opening weekend. And I thought everyone did really well and really brought the energy. And I just think it makes us even more excited for our games this weekend. What do you think will be uh, the keys to getting a result in uh, Owen Wayne's favor against uh, Houston, being that you saw them play last weekend? So you have a little bit of a film on them basically to scout them i think we need to right off the bat be intense and attack them i am based on their games they like to sit back and kind of wait for us to come to them and i think right from the start we need to attack them get on them and they're they were playing at their home field which is a lot bigger than our home field and i think even though the field our field is a lot smaller we're gonna it's still gonna be really intense there's gonna be a lot of tackles I mean, based on the last Challenge Cup game between us and Houston in the 2020, 2020 Challenge Cup, I think it'll be a great rematch for us to show what we're capable of. And I don't know, I think it'll be a great rematch. Yeah, I think also if we can just um, be on our front foot and we can dictate how the game's going to go and maybe if we can get a goal um, mm. early on, then I think we can really dictate how the game's going to go and the pace of the game, which will, I think, really help us. I wanted to, you talked about 2020 and maybe take even a further step back for both of you and for fans who don't know, you were both college teammates together at Santa Clara. And um, just curious, what was your reaction knowing you were going to be joining the same uh, professional team and OL Reign together? Yeah, I mean, it was incredible. I mean, Kelsey was drafted here first round, which was awesome. And I was so excited for her. And I didn't really know what my professional path was going to look like or where I was going to start. And when I got the call from Rain to come out and try out for this team, 
I thought, what an incredible experience and opportunity to join my former teammate and roommate. And now looking a year ahead, we are now teammates and roommates again. <laughs> so it was just an incredible experience. And I'm so grateful that Rain gave me this opportunity. And especially thank you to Santa Clara to, for putting us both on the same team, college teams, and giving us the tools and resources to get to this level together. Yeah, when I transferred to Santa Clara, I was actually became Michaela's roommate just by like chance. And from there on out, we became just best friends. And we always talked about like our desire and passion to go pro together. And we always said like, let's go play on the same pro team together. And everyone thought we were crazy. They're like, that never happens. Like, blah, blah, blah. And when it happened, everyone was just like, everyone was shocked and shocked. <laughs> and it was the best, best thing ever. So you two uh, reunite at the professional level and you're joining a team that uh, has spent this offseason going a lot further in into the youth movement. But this is still a team that is loaded with so many league veterans, but also te- uh, players that have been playing on this team since year one. Um, what does it mean in terms of for each of you just to know that you have so many experienced players to learn from on the field, off the field, as you know, uh, while also part of the youth movement? Yeah, I have absolutely loved playing with our veterans. Um, They're not only incredible players, but they're just even better people. And, you know, me and Michaela both want to take our game to the next level. And in order to do that, um, we need to continue and learn from our teammates. And they have been incredible with helping us and building us. And um, also many of them have torn their ACLs. So it has been nice to like draw on their experiences and see that like I'm not in this process alone Um, another thing that I've noticed is they demand a lot from the youngins and they don't let us slack off or like oh they're rookies like we'll make an excuse for them they hold us to their standard which I think will only help us in the long run and will make us better players yeah more specifically being on the defensive side Steph Amber and Lou specifically have been tremendous leaders and advocates for the youngins. They've always put us um, first and, uh, you know, it's been a great experience, but it's been a great learning experience. And uh, Lou being the captain has really taken the young defenders under her wing and shown us what it's like to play in the NWSL. And, you know, I'm so grateful to have three amazing older players on our team to help me specifically as a defender. You know, one thing that Lauren Liu um, does in, in addition to soccer is, is someone who's such a, a big advocate for sustainability. And we've seen that with her launching the mad travel kits last week. Um, was this a new journey for both of you? Is this something, is environmental sustainability something you explored before joining the team or have you learned a lot from her and um, her journey? Yeah, we've actually, this hasn't really been a part of our life, um, but we've definitely learned a lot from her and some other teammates like Danny. Um, They gave us these big bags full of sustainable products last week. And right away, like Michaela and I came home and we're like, we are never using plastic bags ever. And they gave us these new sustainable bags that we can reuse every time. And so I think now it's just been nice having Michaela as my roommate so that we can hold each other accountable in that because that's not something we really grew up in or have really learned about. So it's been really cool thing to add to our life. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, 
all the sustainable products. Hedge mentioned the plastic bags, but I mean, talk about little things like razors. What's the ear things? Ear, ear, mm. uh, cotton balls, whatever. Like things that you would never think that would be able to become sustainable. She has given those resources to us. So, I mean, it's really changed how I view my purchasing at like Target and I mean, all the essential products that I would normally use, I look at a little differently now. So obviously last year, um, you know, everything that was going on, but most uh, a key thing for the team was just the team only played uh, nine games. So there wasn't a whole lot for fans to really get to see what this team is going to be like uh, under Fareed Bensidi, but also get to um, know the new faces on the team um, to see enough of you guys on, uh, on the field. So that said, how would each of you describe your style of play to fans? Well, I play in the midfield. Um, I can play the holding or the attacking. And I would say that my style of play in the midfield is more just a pass and move style of play. Um, I like to get forward, but I also like to defend. And so a lot of people describe me as a box to box midfielder as well. I would say I am a very aggressive attacking outside back who likes likes to get up and down the flank and be a part of the play both offensively and defensively. Let me ask a similar question because you both know each other so well. How would you, what are like things that you think stand out about one another's game? I would say Kelsey's fitness to, and she may look small, but this girl is so strong. <laughs> Holy smokes, this girl is so strong and she can body body anyone in the midfield and she wins a lot of balls, specifically headers, and she makes a really, really big difference in the midfield for us when she's in. For Michaela, I would point out her fitness for sure. For an outside back who probably does the most running, she can play the full 90 minutes and get forward and back like insane. And the other thing is she also has um, a calming on the ball so when she gets the ball she looks very calm even though even if she doesn't know where she's going or she has pressure on her but she also calms the other people around her with just her calm on the ball and I think that makes a huge difference for the team so who's gotten the better of whom in uh, 1v1s up to this point <laughs> uh, uh, I would say pretty even yeah I would say pretty even yeah you and, can beat me some days and I can beat you some days even <laughs> like the fitness in college it would always come down to me and her like yeah, who's gonna true. win me or her and it would always be we would just be 50 50 so that was a very answer <laughs> we are very <laughs> so so sticking with um last year for a little bit Michaela you mentioned already that you were invited in as a trialist and obviously 2020 was a very challenging year for everyone and particularly for for sports teams so what, what was that experience like for you starting in Tacoma and then having to, to, you know, suspend training basically, and then going to Montana without knowing what, whether you'd end up with the team or not? Um, in March is when I started with the team. It was actually really difficult for me. We only had three trainings before everything got shut down and I was sent home and we didn't know if the NWSL was going to have a season, if we were going to have a challenge cup or what this year, 2020 was going to look like, but I stayed determined and persistent and I worked or I trained with my sisters every day who um one's a collegiate runner and another my other younger sister also plays soccer and runs and 
we trained really hard every day and I got really, really fit during the summer or like spring. And when I was called in to the preseason camp in June, I knew that I was ready. I was super fit. And I was honestly so blessed with a great roommate, um, Madison Hammond, who's on the team currently as well. Um, her and I were living in the same hotel room for a month straight and granted we were competing against each other for a spot on the roster, but she was a great person to be with. We pushed each other. We wanted the best for one another. And we ultimately got rewarded with signing multi-year contracts, which was the best situation for both of us. And, uh, yeah, even though it was really hard in the beginning, all my hard work during that off season when no one was looking paid off and yeah, hard work pays off everybody. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So in, uh, again, within the context of last year, obviously being tough for everybody with the pandemic and everything else going on. And also in the case of you, Kelsey, with, um, your unfortunate ACL injury, does 2021 overall just kind of feel like this is the true first year for both of you in terms of find you know um making uh an impression and making an impact on playing for uh ol rain and also just in general as a as a professional soccer player yeah i definitely still feel like a rookie because of you know covid and the lack of season last year and then i tore my acl one day after our first game and so i didn't get to play in any games and I didn't get to um, continue to train with the team that year. Um, so when I look at this year, I definitely see this year as my rookie season. Yeah, I mean, like Kelsey, I didn't tear my SEL, thank goodness, but I didn't play in any of the Challenge Cup games nor the Fall Series games. So I feel like, again, this 2021 season is my first NWSL, NWSL season and I'm really looking forward to the to the challenges and the successes that hopefully this season has in store. I like to say it's our 1.5 year. Yeah, <laughs> I like. And it. we should probably we should probably mention for listeners that aren't aware, Michaela, you went to Fortuna Hjorin, I believe it's pronounced for the fall yeah. for alone. And so, um, what was that experience like? Did you you got some playing time there? Scored some goals? We saw. Um, it was the best decision I made for myself at that time in my career, and. Reed um, told me that I needed to gain experience to have a future on this team. So we didn't know what the fall series was going to look like. And I knew that we weren't going to play that many games. So I took it upon myself to go over to Europe and get as much experience as I, much as, as much experience as I could. And I met some incredible people all over the world. Um, I would say the highlight for my experience being over there was scoring two goals in Champions League in Slovenia, which was incredible. Um, it was the professional experience that I needed, and uh, I feel way more prepared for this upcoming season than I did last season. Going even like way further back, um, I, I think people come into soccer at very different times or make a decision that soccer is like their sport at very different times. Uh, for both of you, there, um, I guess maybe the first question is what attracted you to the sport, first of all, and, um, you know, when did you really realize that it could just be more than a hobby or recreation or something you do in college? This was really a pro, a pro avenue for you both. Um, well, well, 
ever since I was little, I wanted to be like my dad. He was also a professional soccer player, played in the MLS in the early years. And I knew growing up that I wanted to be like him, but I didn't know what level or extent that I wanted to be like him. I knew in high school, middle school that I wanted to play college soccer, but I think in college is when I took it upon myself to be good enough to go to the next level. And um, I think my dad was a big, big advocate for me and pushed me like my college coaches, Jerry Smith. Um, and yeah, I think that was my biggest attraction was being as good, if not better than my dad. <laughs> um, my parents introduced me to soccer when I was four. I have two older sisters who were playing soccer and I was really jealous that they were always playing and I, I wasn't old enough yet. And so my parents finally just put me in it and I wanted to be like my sisters. And then probably come middle school, um, I was just playing for a small club in um, Post Falls, Idaho. And that's kind of when I knew I wanted to um, play college soccer. And my overall goal is to make the national team one day. And so I had to find a different um, club to play for over here in Washington, which was a much stronger conference. And yeah, I even remember in middle school, I made a poster. We had to pick our favorite quote. And one of the things I described the quote with was, I want to make the national team one day. And so that's been my goal since middle school. Did both of you, um, I think I hear a lot um, of experience of women in the pros playing with boys growing up. Was that something that you both did? Yeah, so I actually played for a club over here in Seattle, even though I lived in Idaho. And so I didn't have a team to train with over here. And so most of my trainings were actually with a boys team when I was in high school. And I think that has definitely helped me get to where I'm at today. Yeah, my dad was a on like as a side job was a boys soccer coach and he would let me train with the boys U16 West Coast team growing up in high school and that was an incredible experience I mean playing with the boys you just become stronger and faster and translating it to the women's game it gives you a bit of an edge that some players just don't have and yeah I think playing with the boys is a really really great resource. Yeah, I actually have a, I just thought of this story. Um, when I was first playing with the boys, they, were, they thought I was crazy. Like this girl was coming to play with them and we were indoors at the time. And you, so you could kind of shove people into the walls. And so this guy had the ball and I, I was going hard just like everyone else. So I kind of shoved him into the wall and all of their mouths like dropped. But the <laughs> next time I got the ball, that guy came straight for me and shoved me right back into the wall. And so, yeah, I just think that's really funny and I just think that's helped my um like being strong physic physically I grew up in eastern Washington Kelsey so I um we had to travel over to Seattle every weekend to even play any kind of game so I sympathize a lot and um I am jealous of you having the opportunity to move to Seattle because those drives <laughs> every weekend were not so fun wait where'd you live in eastern Washington a small town it's actually more central Washington small town called Kashmir Okay. Is it like past, is it like near Cheney or anything? It's actually closer to Wenatchee. If you know that it's more. Yes, yeah. I know. Very cool. Um, Michaela, you'd mentioned that your father played uh, professional soccer, you know, playing uh, in uh, on some MLS teams. Um, had his experience as a pro carried over in terms of like knowing what it takes to become a pro and sort of, uh, you know, preparing your, you for your uh, pursuit of a professional uh, career? 
Yes, absolutely. My dad has been my biggest fan, but also my hardest critic at every level. I've loved having him on the sidelines and he would always come to my college games, high school games. Um, he was my biggest supporter and he's made me into the player that I am today by far. I mean, he's pushed me, but he's also loved on me and watched film with me when I didn't want to watch film on myself. Um, he's been the best role model that I could have ever asked for. And both of you, it's, uh, both of you have families basically that are athletes. Who is the best athlete in each uh, of your respective families? Um, my family aren't very much athletes. <laughs> um, they played some sports maybe in middle school and high school. Um, but I would say my mom would probably be the best athlete in my family. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say in my family, my dad, I mean, he's 51 years old, but He's the best competitor I know, and he'll do anything to win a game or match or whatever sport it is. He's not losing that easy. Oh, I'm not going to lie. I have a dog named Nike, and he's actually pretty good at soccer. So I might give it to my dog, Nike, <laughs> instead of my mom. <laughs> going to need some videos of that, for sure. Yes. <laughs> so, so, Kelsey, you mentioned you have a goal at some point of potentially making the national team, and we saw that you'd gone to the um, – with the United, the under 20 team to Papua New Guinea, kind of, kind of between your freshman and sophomore years of college. Um, what was that experience like for you? And do you have any interesting stories or experiences from that? Yeah, that experience was honestly incredible. Even just the year of preparing with the team leading up to the World Cup just truly helped push me into who like the per, the player that I am today. Um, there was it was a roller coaster. There was a lot of ups and downs and you're called in the camp and you're not called in the camp and it definitely pushes you mentally and physically in an air, every area of your life but once um we got to Papua New Guinea it was like all the hard work paid off and we were just there playing the game we love um as a team <clears throat> it was definitely a once in a lifetime experience um probably the most like the biggest thing that I can share was when I scored the game-winning goal in the 92nd minute, I came off um, the bench as a sub and we ended up winning that game and it took us to the quarterfinals, which was a pretty special moment for me in my career. <clears throat> and then I would say off the field, like a moment that was really cool is just um, getting to know people from all over the world. Like we had players from the East Coast to the West Coast and we all became just a family through this journey. And we're still connected and supporting each other to this day. And I think that's really special. The game-winning goal that you scored, do you remember uh, much about it? Or did, was it all just like a blur and you don't remember uh, much about it? <laughs> um, yeah, it's kind of a blur. Someone took it down the sideline, crossed it um, back in front of the goal. And I one time touched it into the corner. And I remember actually the first person that I hugged and celebrated with was Allie Watt and who's one of our teammates right now. And so we have a pretty cool picture from that moment together as well. That's awesome. We talked a little bit about how you'd suffered an ACL injury last year, and we should probably share you. It sounds like you were just cleared to, to resume full training. Um, does it feel like kind of the end of that ordeal is coming up or do you feel like you still have a ways to go in and kind of going through that experience? Yeah, um, so I'm not quite medically cleared. Hopefully I'll be medically cleared here in the next week or so. Um, but 
yeah, it, it doesn't seem real, but it seems real. Like sometimes looking back, I'm like, wow, like those nine months definitely flew by. But then like the day-to-day um, moments, it definitely was a long nine months. But um, I think it'll become a little more real once I am fully medically cleared because then I can just fully and truly focus on getting back the soccer aspect of it because there's some times where it's like coach my coaches are like don't go into too hard of a tackle and be be safe in this area and so I'm just excited to be fully medically cleared so I can get back to playing my game you've already mentioned getting um some great advice and support from teammates who have gone through this we remember those days in 2019 where the injury list was longer than the available list so you have lots of great players to give you some (laughs) tips and advice but you also had other players in the nwsl going through this at the same time you were including ali watt um how how helpful or um like how helpful was it for you to have that support system along the, along your journey? Yeah. When I first got asked to do the scarred together, um, Instagram page, I was, I think I was going to turn it down just because I didn't, I'm not very good at like sharing what I'm going through and what I'm feeling. And then I realized like, you know, maybe I can share what I'm going through to help some other people. And by listening to the other four or five people in the group and sharing my stories as well, we realized that we were all going through the same things together and that we weren't alone in it. And it actually helped us a lot. And even just being able to sit down and record like what um, steps we made that week really helped you sit down and reflect and see that you're making progress every single day, even when you don't do that. And so honestly, I think having that support page was just incredible. We have a couple of fun questions we've asked your teammates, but actually before I do, I wanted to just ask, um, do you both have any um, favorite memories of one another or just your time at Santa Clara together? Oh, gosh. I don't know. It's a whole podcast, probably. <laughs> yeah. Goodness. Um, for me personally, I, I think it was our senior year, and we played San Francisco at San Francisco, and... Kelsey had been working on this free kick for literally weeks, weeks and weeks after trainings and just constantly hitting the mannequin, hitting the mannequin, (laughs) like couldn't get it. But like the last like couple trainings before this game, like she was nailing them, like they were beautiful. And uh, I forget what the score was. I think it might've been zero, zero or one, one or something close. And uh, we get a free kick right where she has been practicing. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is it. I could, I knew it was going in before it even went in and she goes up to take it and it goes perfectly dips over the wall into the goal. And we all freak out because we had been watching her practice for so long. And I was so proud of her for accomplishing this. And when uh, she went to national team camp, when was it after our junior year, my junior year, your senior year. Um, and, uh, we were roommates at the time and she was gone for like two and a half weeks and I was so lonely. I was like, this girl is like my whole heart. Like this sucks. Um, but I was so proud of her and I was so proud of what she was accomplishing. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's on the field, but I think we could do a whole other podcast of off the field stuff. 
Wow, I don't know how I'm gonna <laughs> how I'm gonna match that. But the one thing that I can think of just right off the back is that like every single day, like Michaela would always be my person who would do extra soccer with me or get the extra fitness in or eat a healthy dinner together. And she just always would like, we would hold each other accountable and help each other get better. And I just think that's really cool to have not only someone as your best friend, but also someone who has the same passion and desire and work ethic as you. And I just think that was really special. And, um, yeah, part of the reason why you're my best friend. <laughs> I don't think I have any before our more fun, controversial questions. We may be ruining this friendship with a few questions, so. <laughs> That's yeah. okay. Yeah, we're looking at we're looking at our uh, our uh, format sheet right now, and I guess we, yeah, it is time for the fun questions that we've asked uh, your other uh, OL Reign teammates over the course of uh, this season and years before. So. First question, um, I'm actually going to save the major debate one for uh, last. First question is, if a movie was going to be made about each of your lives, who would you like to play you? Um, I have put a lot of thought into this question, and I have no idea. I, I would say Michaela right here because she has been through it all with me since day one. So I'm going to say Michaela George. I think I would make a great... Kelsey Hedge. <laughs> um, for me personally, I would say Scarlett Johansson. I think she is uh, a badass actress and she can pull off any hairstyle. And honestly, <laughs> I think that's so cool. So, yeah. Okay. Um, you're in charge of the team's uh, playlist for match day. What three songs are each of you putting on it? <laughs> Our um, genres are so different. Yeah. Um, first of all, I would never be put in charge <laughs> of the aux cord because I do not listen to what everyone listens to. Um, a lot of people need to get pumped up before games, but I think I'm already so excited. I choose music that calms me down. <laughs> so I choose some nice, soft country music or some Christian music. So I would never be in charge of that. <laughs> Totally different and opposite side of the spectrum. Um, I don't have particular songs, but I would say artists are probably Jay-Z, um, Kanye West, and Linkin Park, if I'm really looking to get pumped up before a game. Okay. And then the last one. This is the one that's kind of split the oil rain uh, locker room over the years. Where do, oh. each, where do each of you stand on pineapple on pizza? Uh, I'll say nay. I'll eat it, but it's not something I would choose to have on my pizza. Okay, mine's an interesting answer. I love the taste of the pineapple and like the juice that gets on the pizza. So I would order it with pineapple, but I want, but then when I eat it, I take the pineapple off so that only the juices are on the pineapple, if that makes sense. Has anyone answered like that? These are the most interesting two answers I think we've ever gotten on this question. It's usually very extremely yes or extremely no, but this is a much more nuanced thought about it. Good work, team. You should try it, though. The juices are really good, but pineapple is not supposed to go on pizza. Or just don't order it at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you're wondering, on the extreme end of yes for pineapple on pizza, you have Bethany Balser. And on the extreme no, you have Jess Fishlock. I could have seen that. <laughs> I could have. That makes sense. 
Well, Michaela and Kelsey, we'd like to leave the last word to you um, and give you the opportunity to um, share whatever message you'd like with OL Ring fans who may be listening, who may be coming to see their first OL Ring game in a long time this weekend. Um, and you have the chance to give any shout outs to your family or friends who may be listening as well. So over to you for any last words. Um, I would like to say to our OL Reign family and fans, um, we are so excited to start season and have you at our games. It's been a long preseason and we've played a lot of scrimmages without fans and it sucks. So we are looking forward to having you there and really getting to know you guys on a personal level and some matching some names to faces and we are really excited for what this season has in store and we can't wait for you guys to follow along in our journey and hi mama hi dad and my family <laughs> yeah our fans are definitely a part of our team and we're super lucky to have them they definitely help the game and help us perform well and I just want to give a shout out to my family for helping me through my nine month ACL journey. And I wouldn't be here without them. Well, thank you both so much for joining us. Um, it was awesome getting to know you both a little bit more and look forward to seeing you in a real regular season in Challenge Cup this year. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you and good luck to you and the rest of the team on Friday. Thank, thank you. you.